like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... How does everybody feel today? Pants tighter than they were a couple days ago? No. Really? No. My I'm pants in, feel great. I'm in stretchy pants, but I am too. I'm I not live wearing in pants. Stretchy pants, because why not? Why would I'm not wearing these jeans pants. are full of holes. <laughs> so <laughs> the excess <laughs> fat is just coming out there. Yeah, I'm just there are even more holes in them when you don't zip up the fly. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> So <laughs> for the listening audience, uh, Bob tried to show his dick I, to Vanessa. Earlier. That's one I person's was, opinion. I definitely, I I dropped the hammer on that real quick. I was like, no, 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 stop! You put that away. I believe what I said was, "You have people over." Yeah, yeah. your barn doors open. You, you have, have people, people over. over. <laughs> Poor Vanessa had put sat the down. Back in the house, man. Had sat down. He was at the podcast table where I had been standing. I had and come to work. Yep. At eye level, barn doors were open. All the cows were getting out. All of them. All of them got out. out. Yep. I believe I went to Halloween Town with the barn doors open as well. So, oh, Bob. the entirety of Burbank. Everybody, all of Burbank. I got cows all up and down were you, the, were the you coast. Not, like, breezy. Yeah. No. It, was, no. it feels great. He's like, oh, hey. Look, with the amount of holes that are in these pants already, I don't There's notice a breeze. breeze. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> Yeah, you did. No, no, that's not happening. That's that's stop. I don't, Bob, 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 zip it up. And then he did. Yeah, no, I'm a second grader, and I said your barn door is open. At least you didn't be like, I can almost see your penis. Why is your dick coming out? That's not what I. That would have been far more traumatic than it was. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yes. No, we can laugh about it because there was no. There was no penis. Yeah. No, no hi, visible hi, shaft. No. There was no. Yeah, was exactly. No popping up to say hello. None, <laughs> None of that. that. Nope. Zero. No. Nope. Everything was still in the, the barn. The mushroom stayed in the <laughs> in the ground. Knowledge. Yep. It was Nothing. all good. It was in the pasture. The mus- Nothing it had didn't been grow set up. Didn't to roam. Pop out. I'm thinking growing she's, the, doing, the tru- she's doing like hey, Jack in the Box. The, the truffle gesture. stayed untruffled. Untruffled pig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the truffle pig did not nose that. No truffle. No truffle dogs. Nope. Sniffing those nuts? No, nope. no, none of that. No nuts or truffles. Are you okay, babe? I'm, I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Are you okay now that it's slightly less breezy and you're downstairs? Actually, no, I don't like it. I'm, I'm feeling a little. You little now upset. your pants a little, a little tight. A little swampier after mm. after Thanksgiving. Now they are. Are your pants tight after Thanksgiving? Did you eat a bunch of? Because your husband ate all of the potatoes. He did so. eat all the potatoes. Yeah. Um. I mean. You know, I'm feeling pretty good. My pants are still pants like. Yeah. They still close. <laughs> I, yeah, man. So I'm you, you sure started I'm... with a prompt that no one could actually go with. Here, I'll do it. <laughs> I can't wear pants. I'm wearing non pants. That's my wife. I my ate wife too much. Eat, ate all the turkey. She's a turkey fanatic. Oh, she's part turkey now. Yeah, gobble, she's gobble, more, gobble, gobble. more turkey than woman. <laughs> see, I'm trying to I'm trying to do this into our lead in. See, I was it's a failed attempt. This is not a failed attempt. This is but it's not a failed attempt, man. Anytime it gets it done, you know the one time that we like didn't start recording and just started yapping. That's the only failed attempt. Yep. That's true. There's no wrong way to do this show. 
I feel like I was getting there, though. No, no, no. But there is a right way to do it. You know how that goes? Hi! <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. Drink thematically appropriate beer. Oh, and sometimes try and show each other wieners. That's right, Bob. Well, once. Once, once in... One time. 90... Eight, eight episodes eight. 97 episodes 57 yep. episodes a lot a lot of episodes yep in another two years get ready for my dick to come springing <laughs> forth i i Please will don't. need two years to emotionally prepare for that so well you've been you warned to, like recover you've from that been warned. Yeah, i i'm gonna be sick that day <laughs> i already i, already <laughs> I see can't it. podcast today. i can't i'm sick Keep a dick in your pants. <laughs> oh, is it is it dick day? I can't come on dick day. Yeah. <laughs> I can't come on dick day. I can't. <laughs> but you are here today. I am here today. And we've we are, all made it through Thanksgiving. We all, we had no I matter. had separate Thanksgivings from the from everybody. The married couple had the Thanksgivings together, obviously. Yes. Yes. Um and I had one. You had three. I I ended up with three Thanksgivings. Good. Which was good. I got a little bit of everything. I got like a little it. bit of all the food. Good. My first Thanksgiving, no turkey, only ham. Yeah. And then my uncle, he said... Ham's giving. He, yeah, exactly. Hot ham day. And he... Rum ham? He had bought a ham and then his neighbor had gifted him a ham. So two hams. So he had bought a five pound ham for six of us. Uh-huh. Uh, which I was like, that is nearly a pound of ham a person. Yep. And then his neighbor had gifted him a 10 pound ham. Holy shit. For Thanksgiving. Wow. And he was like, just take the extra one. And it was like, I live alone. What do you expect me to do Sydney. with 10 pounds Sydney. of ham? Sydney, he was are like, you hungry? He was like, give it to the kitty. I was like, kitty doesn't want ham. Kitty don't want your ham. Kitty wants ham. So I was like, I will take like... What am I going to do with a gun rack? <laughs> I, I don't own a gun. I was like, I'll take some of it. Like, carve some off. I'll take some home. Yes. I'll take like a pound of ham. There you so go. he puts it all in a package. He puts the package in my bag. Won't let me look at it. I get home. It's like a giant Tupperware. It's eight pounds of ham. I put it on the scale. It's 2.3 pounds of ham. <laughs> <laughs> and I started texting him like, you sent me home with 2.3 pounds of ham. Yeah. What am I supposed to do with 2.3 pounds eat of ham? It. And you go, the answer is eat it. Eat yeah. it. Well, eat it. I gave him a lot of guff. Yeah. It is now gone. Because I have had a lot of people over. Oh, and okay. so it, there is now like, no more ham. I was like, you ate all the ham? Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> In the last three days, I've eaten 2.3 pounds of ham. I, I got real worried. I was like, are you okay? It's a lot of sodium. I'm very bloated. <laughs> My pants definitely don't fit now. <laughs> Hashtag ham party. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's a ham party and everybody's invited. Yeah. So uh, as as one knows, after Thanksgiving or in also everybody let the rum ham reference go, which I wasn't pleased about. I I, I I loved it, wife. What? what thank you. What? I made a very small rum ham, which is a always sunny joke where Danny DeVito they're stranded on a boat and all they have is their rum ham. Oh. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they got they they soaked a, a ham and rum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Now that you say it's an always sunny joke, yeah. now it registers. But oh, when okay. you just said rum ham, it didn't. Wait a minute! Me. Wait a minute! Where's, Where's the rum ham? <laughs> rum ham! <laughs> yep, that's my favorite. Yep, um, but yeah. So as people who celebrate Thanksgiving in America, yeah. You know, so to our foreign listeners. We have a day yep. where we all sit around, and eat carbs, and get fat. It's delightful. Yep. Uh, Canada does it a month earlier. Yep. Yep. But this is real Thanksgiving. This is America, America Thanksgiving. Yep. So, uh, but as you know, uh, the day following Thanksgiving, or day of, or day in of. America nowadays, now yep. Black Friday has become Black, Black Thursday. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, you shop. Yes. Till you drop, and in some cases, till you die. Yeah. 
uh, sometimes you drop because you've been shot by yep. another person in because Alabama. you got their TV or yeah. whatever the hell. It hasn't happened. In, so it happened this year. Someone died on Black Friday. I mean, it used to I happen a lot. More trampling, but I think that's yeah. when it was more like open up at midnight not like 2 p.m they're better about the like i have friends who Psychos. who did the like we're going to target at four o'clock when it opens we're getting this doorbuster tv and they give you vouchers in line now so <laughs> oh. there's no like stampeding to get yeah. it to run that's to get pretty the smart TV. yeah yeah. I needed Otherwise, to buy... Otherwise, they have the Alabama situation where it's like, I went in to get me Samtron 78-inch TV for a nickel and a half. That's my TV. That there's my TV. And he put his dirty cousin fucking hands on it. Yeah. And I shot him. So I done shot <laughs> so him shot in the him. dick And to I took death. the TV. Do you have any idea how many bullets it takes to kill a man if you shoot him entirely in the penis? It's a lot. It's a, I mean, I... It depends how It cost me more than the damn TV, I'll tell you that. <laughs> 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 and now I'm going to jail. I can't even watch now this I TV. Go to jail. They don't let you take the TV to prison. They don't. No, it's in evidence now. <laughs> I ain't gonna get back to after the trial. Hell, even grandma, mom, ain't gonna get that. Me, mom, me, mom, me, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do they call grandmas in the south? Me, mom. Meemaw can't even watch it too. Yeah. There's blood splatter on it. Meemaw was like, I try to watch the Jeopardy and I turned it on and now Trebek's all wavy and I try and get Meemaw a new TV. Nope. For Jesus' birthday. Merry fucking Christmas, <laughs> Walmart. Right. Walmart. Uh, so yeah, that happens in America uh, yeah. the day of or after uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. So in We're honor of that. We've gotten better about it. Also, I was once in Britain on Black Friday for Thanksgiving, which a bunch of British people wished me happy Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving, which I was like, that's delightful that Thank you know you. that it is yeah. American Thanksgiving today. Yeah. And then they had Black Friday sales that Friday. Oh. And I was like, that's weird. Because you, you don't, don't celebrate. have Thanksgiving. Yeah, there's no reason for no. you. But it was not nearly to the extent that we have them here. Oh, okay. But I was just like, huh, Black Friday in Bath. And that's I, had a, weird. I had a bunch of friendly Brits also say, hey, happy Thanksgiving, all you dumb Americans. Yeah. I'm like, really? I'm glad. Just, I, I, I super appreciate it. I, don't I know mean, if we just, they're kind of better people than we are at this I was point. Gonna, well, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that we really deserve an international thank you Thanksgiving Day uh, wishing. No. I feel like. But uh, I'll take it. We don't know. deserve much of anything. No. Um, Not anymore. But yes, so in honor. But half-price video games. Of that and seven ninety eight Nintendo Switch. <laughs> in honor. They got that PlayStation for $200. Comes with a Spider-Man. <laughs> Did you, you know? fly around. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. It was going to get bad here. I was like, are you going to make a racist joke about Spider-Man? Well, no, because there's there's Miles Morales, who is the, you know, he's not Peter Parker. He doesn't look like Peter Parker. We're going to leave it at that. And we know that certain people don't like certain people. That's it. Stop. That's what the joke was going to be. So, I'm going to... Racism. Comedy. So, we are going to do shopping ghosts. Yes, because we were going to do like Ghosts of Black Friday, which we were like, let's just do shopping ghosts, haunted shopping mall, someone haunted. died shopping, yeah, whatever, whatever that means to you. That's we right. started to do a lot of whatever that means to whatever you. Whatever that means they to you. They should do whatever you want. Yeah. It's like <laughs> fucking show. Next or week's do episode, what we want to do. Exact same thing. No. Whatever that means to we you. We were scheduling, no <laughs> true story, when we were scheduling out a couple weeks ago, we decided on winter ghosts that's right for one episode for one episode and then we were like whatever, whatever that, that means, means to you <laughs> we have since revised and there are no winter ghosts nope. now maybe you'll get that in january yeah maybe tbd keep listening it's my yep. podcast yep so we're doing shopping ghosts correct so 
I have a story that ends at a store. Okay. And that's, that's my it. shopping that's angle. That's it. That's what and, it means to you. And it's around Christmas time. Right. You so, know what? So far, you're doing a good job. Yeah. So it's my fucking show, so I do what I want. So my story is a history lesson with a side of ghost. Perfect. Per usual. Per it's the kind usual. of what I tend to Are do. there caves involved? N- kind of. Kind of? I mean, because I reread, yeah, I read those she, first two Okay, cards. so I open my book and Melly reads upside down and asks me, is this your ghost you're doing? And I got mad and slammed she my like book. She slammed off. the book down, was like, no, look it, don't read ahead. No, yeah, does no. that say murder well? Yes, it does. Well, now I'm intrigued. A well is kind of like a cave. <laughs> it's a water cave. It's a water cave. <laughs> that just goes up and down. Um, so, to set the tale. It's Sunday, December 22nd, 1799. Ooh, long time ago. Yes, we are here in these beautiful Ooh. United States of America. All right, all right, hold in, on. What, My mind's eyes thinking about in it. In New York City. New York City? <laughs> yep. Pace Picante South. New York City. Hey, it's almost fucking Christmas time. Yeah. Hey, we hit... I'm walking here, Santa with your sleigh. See, that's I was doing a New York guy. There scene. you go. That's good. I was that's setting good. the scene. All right, I was adding ambiance. No. <laughs> All right, the okay. scene is set. Yes. So we're about to have the uh, the election honk, of 1800. It's going yep. to be a big election. Oh, big time. New York City is a bustling metropolis, but it's very small, surrounded by farmlands. Yep. Yep. Compared to what it is now. Yep. And it's December 22nd. It's almost Christmas. And we Santa's open coming. on a beautiful young woman named Bertha. Nicki nope. Minaj. Guelma? Guelma? Yep. G-U-L-I-E-L-M-A. Guilma. Guilma. Guido. Guilma. Guilma. She goes by Elma. Good. Smart. Like sexy Elmo. Elma. Elma. Okay. Um, she, she, it's when Elmo identifies as a woman. for Christmas. <laughs> Elmo is a lady. There you go. Um, Elmo wants you to suck on these titties. <laughs> oh, God. No. No! Get out, Bob. Get out. This has been the Booze and Bruce podcast. <laughs> We're done. We're and done I here. have been kicked out. I can hit the button. It's no more space bar. No more space bar. We can still space bar. It's the track that doesn't work. Oh my god, you animal! God damn you, Bob! God damn you! So Elma, Elma, not Elma Sands. She's a beautiful young woman. Yep. She does not want you to suck on her titties. No. And maybe she does. Maybe. She likes to get her. She gets freaky. Hey, Elma, you do you. You bro. do you. You bro. do you. Elma, so she uh, she lives in the city. Yep. She stays at a boarding house that's run by her aunt and her uncle. Great. And she lives in the boarding house. The boarding house ha- has like six people in it. Wow. It includes her and like a couple of her cousins and some other randos. Okay. Um, Christmas so, randos. Yes. No, just like, like live in It's a boarding house. So it's like an old timey yep. apartment. Yep. Yep. I know things. History. You, you here's some money. Yep. Stay a room. Yeah. Exactly. Go. Um. So she's staying there, and there's a also a young man staying there Ooh. by the name of Levi Weeks. <gasps> Levi Strauss. Uh. No. Weeks. Levi Weeks. Jeez. And Levi Weeks is the younger brother of Ezra Weeks. Mm. And Ezra Weeks is a big time. They call him a builder, but he's basically an architect. Okay. He designed a bunch of the buildings that lived that like made up what New York City was as it was oh. becoming a city. Um, what have you built the bricks in a trapezoid? No, I've done it. (laughs) I'm such a great architect. (laughs) So his brother is sort of like a famous for the day. And he's very rich. And so he works for his brother, like 
running the construction sites of all these, these buildings. But he lives in a boarding house. Yes. What he if the building had house. no windows? Well, I've we, done it again. <laughs> I'm a great architect. So he Should lives in the boarding house and he is... Um, he likes to have chats with some of the young women who ah. stay in the boarding house. So he's very fond of... You know what the chat's involved? He is Want to suck my dick? Have a chat on my he dick? Said, said, I've mull- erected something for you. I'm going <laughs> to like to see it. Check out what I built. Look at my Washington Monument. I was like, this is not my Empire State Building yet. Not yet. I'd love to take a look at your superstructure. At this point, there's also no Washington Monument, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. It's only $17.99. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so he is like, he's rather fond of two of the women in particular, uh-huh. one of which is Elma's cousin. Oh. Um, so he likes to go and flirt with them and chat with them and have three time with them. And it seems like he's maybe courting them. Mm. But both of them. Same time. Oftentimes. He at courts night, the boys. Uh, they see him walking into Elma's room or <gasps> in the morning walking out of Elma's room. Oh, Whoa, damn. but he's just. He got a sad piece. Ooh, he's courting chicks, but he really wants that poo nanny yeah. from Elma. Yeah. Ezra's come a courting. Oh, so no. we don't know. Uh, it's Ez- Levi. Ezra's Levi. Brother. Oh, right. Levi. Levi. I wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> I know, because you were still laughing about your other Elmo I joke. I was still laughing. I like teared up, you guys. <laughs> it was it was terrible but funny. I'll yeah. give it to you. It was terrible but Thanks, funny. Thanks, friend. Um yeah so he he's uh so elma tells her cousins like i'm really sweet on him i'm falling in love with him Uh, and she's like we're going on it we're gonna go on a date tonight and she's like but it's not really a date what's gonna happen is we're gonna secretly get married tonight oh because i'm gonna have his baby yep i was like he's already put it in um this is an elopement as a this is a this is a shotgun shotgun wedding kind of so she loves him she has it seems like is very fond of him and he's like her Secret lover, yeah. Um, and sh- and she thinks she's knocked up now, so she's like, "We're gonna go get secret married tonight." That's what we're doing. So her aunt and her cousin anymore. are like helping her get ready, and they're all gonna go out together. And then at eight o'clock, her aunt hears the door shut, yeah. and she hears like people talking, and then the door shut. So she's like, "Okay, Elma and Levi have gone off yeah. on their date." Um, then Levi comes home at ten p.m. Oh, just and the Levi. aunt is like, "Where's Elma?" And he's like, I don't know. I haven't seen Elma all night. And she's like, no, you guys left together at eight. And he's like, no, no, no. I was having dinner with my brother. I haven't seen her all night. I have no idea where she is. Oh, and they're like, mysteries. That's weird. Where's Elma? Where'd that bitch go? And yeah, then where is 11 she? days pass. Oh, that bitch is gone. no Elma. Oh, and he everyone's left. Like, Levi had her killed. Everyone's like, where did yeah. Elma go? Scooby doing this. Um, so then 11 days later, they two find boys her body. are playing. In the river. Uh, nope. Nope, close. A woman They're- washes up wearing jeans that say <laughs> Levi on them. And that way we've cracked the case. <laughs> the two boys are playing in the Liz Pennard Meadow. Yep. Which was basically like this big meadow that's adjacent to the city at this point. So it's like where you would go, like take a carriage ride to oh, be okay. romantic at the nighttime, you gotcha. know? Gotcha. Um, it's also the site of a uh, a sex dungeon from the Revolutionary War. Look it up. It's fucking terrible. Wow. Um, okay. Revolutionary War sex, sex dungeon. dungeon? Yep. It's pretty terrible. We don't have time to get into I it. Like, and there's no ghostiness involved. But I'm. But it's literally, they had a bunch of British soldiers. I'll just tell you what it is. They had a bunch of British soldiers. And they like the British soldiers were like, we don't want to be in America fighting this war. We don't have anything to do. So the British were like, all right, well, we'll just get a bunch of whores from Britain, bring them over on boats. And you can fuck them? Uh, tie them up in a stockade and just let you guys fuck them whenever you want until the war's over. Holy wait, shit. Wait, wait, wait. So, really terrible. Where so was that in our history? Wait, 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 wait. If the British soldiers. Uh, we're, we're to- I'm sorry. Yeah, it's. 
I have so I have so many fucking I know, questions. It's been, and I didn't super look into it because I, I did a light Google and was like, nope, nope, nope that's no, too much. No, that's too much okay. for right now. All right, I'm, okay. I'll let it go. I, you, I want to see puppies jumping into piles of leaves. I don't want to read about sex dungeons that's right way better, now. Yes. Yep. It's Christmas. Um, <laughs> okay, so they're in the old sex dungeon-y park. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't call it that. It rolls right off the tongue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so these two boys are playing in this in this meadows area, mm-hmm. and they um, they find they're like playing around. And there's a well there. Okay. Um, it's called the Manhattan Well um, because it's run by the Manhattan Water Company. Mm. Um, and Clever. they are like playing around the well, and they notice there's like something floating in the well. Oh. And they look, and then they fish it out, and it's a muff. It's a woman's <laughs> muff. I know. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's just a merkin <laughs> floating in the <laughs> Somebody hacked it, off her vagina. It's a big Betty. Merkin. I was about to say it had big to take the big Betty's Merkin. I mean, obviously, it had to be big Betty's. If it, if, if you're gonna be a Merkin, be a big, big Betty's Betty Merkin. Merkin. Yep. No, it's a muff, which is like that circular Little, fur thing you put your, your hands, hands through. Yeah. It's like a glove tube. Yep. Do you know what a muff is? I make it. Yeah, you, you just know said, you said a circular man? thing you put your hand through, and I was like, it's the same thing. Yep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I brought that on myself. <laughs> I accept responsibility for that. I brought that on myself. Although the gestures I was making with my hands, I have questions. <laughs> anyway, continue. The boys find a muff. We're going to turn off your microphone, Bob. <laughs> you are in a mood, Barndor. I really am. <laughs> Your name is we Barbara. started off this show talking about my dick and now everything's going off the fucking fault. rails. I know. <laughs> so they find the muff yeah. and they are like, oh, there's a muff here. And then so they, uh, the police are like, oh, this is the muff that, El- oh. that Elma borrowed from a friend to wear on her date. This is oh. Elma's muff. They're like, we got it. Wait a minute, this is Elma's muff. <laughs> this, we is, know. this is recognizable as Elma's, Elma's muff. muff. <laughs> they went to Levi and they're like, does she this look a, familiar? Yeah. Everyone knows what Elma's muff is. Everyone, like, everyone knows. knows. No, no. She had borrowed the muff from a friend. It's a oh. borrowed muff. <laughs> <laughs> this is a temporary muff. This is t- <laughs> oh my God. Um, so they find the muff. And they're like, oh, like they, they have to. I know it's terrible. As I was writing this, I was like, is there another word for muff? Nope. Nope. Really? There's not. Nope. There's not. There's not a not for a this muff. fucking podcast. A muff's a muff. <laughs> so then they have to dredge the well to like see yep. is Elma in the well? Yeah. Elma's in the well. Elma's mm. in the well. So they pull up Elma and they do an okay. autopsy on her and they find out two interesting things. What? One. Thing one. She's not pregnant. Oh, she was gonna say. And number two, she was a man. Her neck has been snapped and she has bruising around her neck she as was, if she has been strangled. She's yeah. been murdered. So the coroner says, This is a murder. Yeah. It's murder. Murder. So we have to do a murder investigation. Yes. Get from jump. This guy named Richard Croucher. Dick Croucher. Yep. Dick Croucher, fan of muffs. Yep. Big um, fan of muffs. <laughs> Dick Croucher, fan of muffs. It's on his business yep, card. Yep. <laughs> so he's also a boarder Bonded. living at the same boarding house that Elmo was living at. And he is like, I saw Elma the Leave. night of the murder riding around in the meadows with two men Whoa. in a one horse open sleigh. No fucking Shut joke. Shut the fuck one up. One horse open sleigh. Hell yeah. And the horse that it. he sees. I know. Fucking Santa, Santa Claus. You Santa Claus is a bastard. sex murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I said it here first. 
Um, no, and the horse that he sees is like a special kind of coloring that is a horse that he's like, that's Ezra's horse. horse and Ezra a owns color. a one horse open sled. <gasps> so he's just like, it's obviously Ezra, Ezra. and Levi who were in this yeah. carriage with her, Obvi. driving around on this one horse open sled. Like, yeah. Um, Singing Christmas carols. Yep. Just, yeah, jingle bell in it. Flashing um, through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. Gonna Muff. murder Muff. this girl. Ha 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 ha. So then, <laughs> so then <laughs> that was it. That Merry was the guys. <laughs> Done. Uh, so then, uh, uh, Dick Croucher, Dick Grabber. Um, he is like he he starts printing these pamphlets, Whoa. being like, uh, "This is what I saw." Have you it's, seen this muff? It's obviously Levi. He's a murderer, and he starts distributing them all around Manhattan. Whoa. He's like running this guy's name through the mud, being Slander. like, "He's a murderer. He's a murderer." So then the police arrest Levi yeah. for the murder. Duh, evidence is right there. And Some like, other rando. He's, he's been tried and convicted in the court of public opinion at this yeah. point. Like he all of New York girl. thinks he is a murderer. Um, and she was like a very well liked girl. She was pretty. They, she was friendly. She was loose and conversational. Yeah, she had a big furry muff. Yeah. yeah. Um, everybody she, knew about it. Everybody. They were able to identify yeah. it immediately. Immediately. Um, so then Elma's family, in trying to like drum up support for the murder conviction and like support for their family, they decide to do a public viewing of Elma's body Jesus. in the boarding house. Ew. So you can see all the bruising and the like, fuck. I imagine she looks like Bent Neck Lady from oh, yeah. fucking ha- House on Haunted Hill. Yep. <laughs> or Haunting of Hill House. And um, and so we puts, uh, they put her body on show in the boarding house and then everyone in New York shows up to fucking see it. So they have to move it out into the street. Oh God. And it starts to be, because again, there's Stink. no hubbo at this point there's no cable there's nothing yeah. to do so they, no netflix no and chill for like a week people are just walking by this dead body because they no want to see the dead body of this girl because it's like the first big huge murder case in new york since america has become a country it's like the first big murder well what do you say margaret would you like to go downtown and see you the dead the body, body? <laughs> you want to like go look at the dead muff girl yeah Sounds like fun. She had, her, her muff, you know, they found her muff in a well, don't you know? <laughs> her muff was wet. It was oh. a wet muff. <laughs> a moist muff. Incredibly yeah. moist. Gross. Um, you can learn a thing or two. So, so again, <laughs> this and this makes the city more hate him because you can see this like, oh, she's a beautiful young woman, cut down on the promise of life, and look at her just rotting away. She's for the knows. podcast audience, I got such a look from yeah. Melissa for that one. <laughs> yeah, podcast mom is done with your shenanigans. <laughs> I don't blame her. <laughs> you did come in hot this week. You really yeah. did. Yep. I apologize. We have a lot more content to do today. You I'm might excited. Want to pace yourself. Yeah. You know what? Or don't. You know. <laughs> yeah. Whatever do you. Um, so then on March 31st of 1800, the trial begins. So it's about three months later. Mm-hmm. Um, four months later. Um, so at this point in our history, when you're charged with a criminal offense, you don't get a lawyer. No. We don't just automatically give you a lawyer. And mm. you're not really allowed to have a lawyer um, when you stand before a judge. This is different. Now there's laws for that. Yeah. So what? Yeah, that's super weird. So normally you would be allowed to like consult a lawyer beforehand on like your legal matters so that you could represent yourself when you get in front of the <laughs> Good judge. God, that's not smart. Um, so they were like, this is how things have always worked. But Levi Weeks is the brother of one of the richest, most yep. famous people in New York. Yeah. So he's just like, nope, fuck that. My brother's getting lawyers. So he hires the three best lawyers that New York has to offer at that time. Mm-hmm. So he hires uh, 
Brock Holst Livingston, mm-hmm. good name, who Hupy and Abraham, who yep. the next year goes on to <laughs> run the New York Supreme Court and oh. then is later elected to the United States Supreme Court. Ah, oh he damn, is that a guy, really good fucking yeah. lawyer. And then the other two lawyers, if he the hired, muff don't fit, you yeah, must acquit. Exactly, Johnny Cochran, that shit. Fuck yeah, Johnny Cochran. Um, and the other two lawyers he hires are Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton. No shit. Yes, oh. it's the only time they ever work together. That's because great. Every like big case leading up to this one, they have been on opposing sides. They were no. like versus. They're going head to head. Yeah. And this is the first time because this guy had so much money and this is such a high profile case. They're both like, fine, we'll work together. Wow. And by all accounts, they work together very well. Until they shot each yeah. other. That was four years later. That's oh, fine. Look. <laughs> God damn it, Burr, I hate you. They had to get fucking the respect you. <laughs> it's fucking Jefferson's fault. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, so they're working together. So he has these three most powerful, most well-to-do, smartest lawyers mm-hmm. in all of New York City in a way that no one's ever had a lawyer before. Right. So at this point in history, most criminal trials take about a half a day, maybe a day, like <laughs> maybe five hours at most. We're sure. pretty sure you did it. Yeah. To the gulag. So they, so they meet for the first day for the trial. They run for 15 hours. Whoa. And then at 1 a.m., the judge is like, no, dude, we're wrapping this up. We'll meet again tomorrow. So oh. they meet again the next morning, start up again. Is this like OJ before OJ? Kind, well, so it's so it it so this at end of the second day, they hit 225 in the morning. Oh, um, and uh, and they're like, we uh, we will we'll wrap up our case. We'll just meet tomorrow for closing statements. Uh, we'll just meet in the morning. And the judge says, no, we don't need closing statements. The jury's going to deliberate right now and they're going to choose. Whoa. Um, and during the trial, the his three lawyers, the, he's the three best fucking lawyers yeah. ever. And they're like, and there's no evidence against no. Levi. Everything is circumstantial. Yeah. So they're just poking holes in his defense everywhere. They're saying that Croucher, Dick Croucher, fan of muffs, yeah. is actually the one who killed her. Oh, because he was mad. And that's he why he started the smear muff. campaign was mm-hmm. to like throw suspicion off of him. Off so of the muff to, scent. I got you. To, yeah, off that muff scent. Off yep. that moist muff, muff scent. scent. The moist muff mm-hmm. scent. 1800s moist, moist muff. muff. Mm-hmm. Bottle that and sell it. It's a chemical weapon. Um, so, so they're they're and in both uh, Burr and Hamilton in their biography autobiographies later, yeah. they both claim that they're the ones who figured out it was Croucher who did it, and they sure. both claim that it was like nighttime and the sun had set, and they went up to him on the stand and they held a candle in his face and they accused him of being the murderer. And they set his mustache on fire. Yeah. Yeah. So they both claim that they did it. We don't. It, the truth is lost to history. No one knows who did, but someone Shit did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they both and I like that to he held a candle to his face. Yeah, and he, and he I think it looked like a whole candelabra. Yeah. Like oh. in your fucking face. <laughs> the fires of hell come for you. I like this. Um, so they, and so they were trying to say that it's Croucher who did it or that Elma was Fell a down depressed a well. woman who overdosed on laudanum, threw herself down a well, and broke her neck on the way down. When she realized she yeah. wasn't knocked up. Strangling herself all yeah. the way, way down, down because yeah. of the bruises. So that's what they say. And there, like I said, there is no evidence. Right. So at the end of two incredibly long days, at 2.25 in the morning, the jury goes away. Oh. They come back five minutes later. Holy shit. Not guilty. Wow. Because there's no evidence. There is no evidence. Yeah. Um, so that's, Levi, a good jury. That's, a good, that's a good jury. Yeah, so then Levi Weeks... Uh, pops toot sweet out of fucking Manhattan yeah, he and does. then he has to jump around to a bunch of other cities because everyone, everyone just knows. thinks he's a murderer yeah. this is the first like it's a media circus it's yeah. the first murder trial of our country it was the murder trial of the century of, yeah. of the very literally of everything yeah mm-hmm. um Right, so Levi nopes off, mm-hmm. and Alexander uh, and 
Aaron are like, look, we're both so great. We both did such a great job. And then I did a better job. No, I did later. a better job. Um, and I did it's the also, best job. It's also the first time that there was people allowed in the courtroom because it's an actual trial. It's oh. not just one person sitting in front of a judge. Mm. So people were taking transcripts of it. So there's like transcripts of the oh, entire awesome. thing. All of it, there's like a couple different ones. One of them is complete. Every single word that was ever said in the trial was written by this one guy. And at the end of the trial, Ezra Weeks, Levi's brother, um, offers, he tries to stop him from publishing it. And he offers him 500 bucks to like only publish the nice parts. And he's like, no, I won't do it. And he's like, fine, I'll pay you $1,500. Which is a lot of money in back then. $1,800. He's $30 thousand dollars today wow just to not publish this and he's like no i'm fucking publishing this nice so he puts it out there that's anyway. baller i yeah. like it yeah so you can read it online so poor elma sands died in a well with her muff and, and a broken and neck her Ezra, muff exposed yes and levi who it seems probably murdered her yeah gets away with it yep and she's not happy about that. No. No, I would imagine not. If so, the muff don't fit, you must equip. Yes. So so the Liz Pinard Meadow uh, was a meadow for a, like, maybe another 20 years. By the 1820s, it had become a bit of a neighborhood. Okay. And it was like a mix of like shops and middle class homes. Okay. Um, and where the well was, uh, a building gets built on top of it. And it's a, it's a building. It's now 129 Spring Street. Okay. It's a this, bodega. This is where that is. Uh, no, it was a shop peddling cures for tobacco addictions. Oh. Snake oil. Yeah. Snake oil. Pretty much. <laughs> um, and the guy who owns it, he only has the store open during the day. He won't be there at nighttime because mm. he says he does not like to be around the well at night. and right up the street like across the street and just up the way is a brothel Ah. is a uh, is Miss Hattie Taylor's whorehouse muff house Um, it's Miss Hattie Taylor's house of muff house of muff and uh, the uh, a review I found of it said a third class home where Third Where class. may be found the lowest class of courtesans Ooh. for roughs and rowdies. <laughs> oh. So it was for dirty birds. Dirty whores. Um, and so these dirty whores. I want a fucking woman covered in poo. So these dirty whores. And I did it. What was the place called? <laughs> uh, it's called Miss Hattie Taylor's At house. At old Miss Hattie Taylor's house of ill repute. <laughs> Muff house. Muff emporium. Muff emporium. Muff emporium. So these dirty whores, they, uh, they used to walk around the streets at night and stuff and then they kept getting approached by this woman in a white dress who's dripping wet (gasps) who just comes up to them crying and screaming and telling them not to trust men because men are not trustworthy and her head's on sideways it's fucking happening until women are like the women of this whorehouse are like we aren't leaving the whorehouse after dark we don't walk down the street anymore we're giving up our whoreness ways no they're just keeping it inside they just didn't didn't like walking they stopped doing delivery (laughs) (laughs) it's carry out only at this point Ian no, no postmate month. <laughs> yeah. So and they um, and oftentimes people who are walking down the street would be walking by uh, the Muff tobacco house. place, oh. the tobacco place, and they would just hear screams coming from inside the building, and they'd be like, "What is that?" And the police were like, "That building just screams sometimes." Oh. It's just um, a screaming building. It's just a screaming building. Don't worry about um, it. And the guy who owned the shop, most of the time you would like live in your shop. He yeah, did not totally. live there. He fucking no. He's like, out. no, no, no. <laughs> like, no. So we have then, apartments on the top. I don't stay in them. Nobody stays in them. I can't rent them out. So then, I don't want to talk about 
After uh, the tobacco guy went out of business, I presume, it became a German beer hall for a while. Hell yeah, it did. Um, Fuck yeah. And then, like, the building closed, and then they redid the street, and then they, like, zoned it only for residents. A bunch of changes happened, and they sort of lost track of where the well was. Uh. And and it's in a basement. It's, like, built over. The house is built on top of it. Um, So they sort of lose track of where it is. Um, They did a big thing in 1957 where they tried to find it. Oh. And, uh, like, local residents who were, like, seeped in the folklore of the area were like, well, yeah, you can tell which house it is. Just it's the house that screams. Yeah. Um, So in the 19... At some point in the 1900s, in the late 1900s, it became a restaurant called Mm. the Manhattan Bistro. Delicious. And then the 1980s, they were doing renovations on the basement because they were like, we need more basement storage. We're going to clean out... It's like a dirt basement. Oh, okay. We're going to clean out more of the basement. So they start cleaning out the basement. They find the well. Yeah. And they're like, this is it. This is the fucking well, which makes sense because it's always felt really weird and ominous in this basement. Mm. And then once they uncover the well, there starts to be a lot more activity. So they say that uh, there would be like only in the basement there would be bottles thrown against the wall if a man would come down into the basement by himself yeah um yep and they he she does not like it when people come and try to like investigate the location um and she uh if you turn the water on in the basement she turns it off oh she doesn't like water, she wants water. water. Her well. oh. um and it's like so like crashing glasses and then one of the women who was like yeah it never bothers me to be down in that basement once i bumped into something turned around there was nothing there and then i heard in my ear in my ear a female voice say excuse me oh god shit yeah so she's nice to ladies she does not like dudes um so in 2000 so in 2005 the uh, restaurant shuttered uh, which makes sense because I read Yelp reviews and everybody hated it. Oh. <laughs> um, Who super bad? And like some of them talk about the ghostiness. It's in the, the well is in the basement. So like you could ask, can we go see the well? And the mm. owner leaned into it and okay. would be like, yes, you can come down. You have to sign a waiver, whatever. Yeah. But like it's, uh, it's not part of the restaurant. Really. Gotcha. So then in 2005, it became the first, I assume it's COS or COS. I assume it's COS store um in the u.s cos is the like uh, slightly higher end version of h&m oh it's the h&m family gotcha um so it's a scandinavian brand that came it's the first one in america they take this location scandinavian fashion and everyone's like oh my god they're buying the haunted well building like what are they going to do with it i wonder if they're going to let people into it so what they do is they completely refurbish and finish the basement the basement is now the men's department of the store no shit well is there in the Ah! men's department pictures of it online (laughs) It's just like minimalistic mannequins wearing like Scandinavian fashion and a giant old super old fucking brick well up against one wall. And nothing but men down there yeah. looking at clothes to piss yes. off this yes. poor woman. This poor woman. Um, <laughs> so the architect that was working on the building said while he was working on it, he couldn't be in the basement because he just felt so overwhelmingly bad and he just felt like something in there hates me. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, mm. she doesn't fucking like architects. Architects yeah. and men. <laughs> architects yeah. and men. Like architects. Fuck you. Um, so he like wouldn't be down there and the workers were, they're New York construction yeah. workers. They're like, sorry, bitch, we're fucking building a, a yep. building here um and the store kind of acknowledges that the well is still haunted and that elma is still there so they're like yeah we see her from time to time we see a woman in a white dress uh like a minimalistic white dress sometimes they say that she's in a white dress and the bottom of it has moss growing on it Uh, oh Um, but they're like yeah we see her uh walking around they said they think that she's a modern minimalist ghost in a simple white dress which they think matches well with their scandinavian fashions so they're fine with it (sighs) We're fine. Modern you know minimalist ghost. It's great. Yep. She, she she's in a white times. dress. 
We find her aesthetically pleasing. Yes, yeah. she's in a white So dress. we let her stay in the basement. Because yeah. she doesn't seem yeah. to be... Bork, she's, bork. She's not like a... She's not doing anything mean. Right. She seems to have gotten over her screaming phase. Well, that's good. She seems to not be mad at whores anymore. Right. She still doesn't like architects, so maybe don't go there if, if you're, you're an, an architect. architect. Mm-hmm. But it's literally like, the it's m- like an H&M. But if you're and sl- shopping a for a Scandinavian slouchy. Well, well, in a corner. Sure. That's like has mannequins in front of it that's apparently just haunted as fuck. It's not even roped off like you can touch it. I'll post pictures of it online. Don't post. It's, don't touch it. <laughs> touch it. Go there. Touch it. Tell me about Tell it. Tell me about Fucking it. Incredible. Tell me all about it. Um, so that's the story uh, of the Manhattan Murder Well. I, I like super it. love it. Which brings me to my beer. So my beer is, it's from Dry River Brewing, which is an LA brewery, and it's called Flori, Floria. Sure. Um, F-L-O-R-A. Floria. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I picked it because the bottle art is... Hey, shut up! Yeah, I didn't hug hey, at you! We don't like you! Um, the bottle art is of a woman in a minimalistic white, white dress. dress standing in a little pond. So yeah. it's like a wet woman in a white dress. That's right. And I was like, yeah, I imagine that's what she looks like. And she's totally. opening up her dress. You can almost see her muff. Her muff. You can almost, almost see her her muff emporium. A little bit. Um, <laughs> I really picked it just for the picture because I was like, that's a good enough tie-in. I like it. Um, so that's my story of I the like Manhattan it. murder well. I mm. like and this Elma's beer. And wa- Elma's moist muff. This and beer is beer. delicious. It is a... Yeah. Uh, Fjordor Fowder Sure uh, It's a Saison It's a sour It's really good You have to take it in baby steps It's, it's aged It, it is comes ba- bottle on condition. Very strong Yep Much like Levi Weeks did yeah. I sure. assume Yep um, If you take a little sips And drink it slowly It is quite enjoyable It, is very it has good. a nice bouquet of flavor Yep It really does It's sour like you said Up front And oh, then it's but like But then it mellows out yeah. It's also So it came in a large format But it's not a full large format Like that's not 750 It's a pint yeah. Um, I'm glad to have split it three ways. Yes. I would not have wanted an entire one of Full that. Glass it's of this, very like, sour. But yeah. Oh, but also, good. batch number one. I know, batch number one. We're number one. It also says slow beer. Slow beer. It. Like a mm-hmm. warning. Like this beer is slow. Yeah. yeah. Slow. Do not ask this. Slow for muff. Don't. Do not ask this beer to do advanced multiplication. Yep. It no accounting for this beer. Yep. No. Not going to cut it. So yeah, I like it. It's good. There's a good yeah, story it's good. for a good it, beer. I, good I'm beer, finding good that like the, the, the aggressive sourness is sort of mellowing the more I'm having it, Yeah, which is leading me to liking it more because I when I first it. took a sip, I was like... Yeah, I yeah, took a long face. break from my beer to tell my story and I just took another sip and, and I'm like, like whoop! Yeah, yep, there it is. That's <laughs> real sour. Look, uh, Podcast Mom killed her, so... I know. I was, was, When I bought it, I was like, Podcast Mom's gonna like this one. Oh, absolutely. Um, So Hell that's yeah. my story and that's my life. So stick around for more shopping. Round two. Hey everybody, this is a quick interstitial with your pal, uh, Engineer Bob. And guess what? I'm here to tell you about a bunch of fun things that are coming up. This is episode 97. You know what that means. That means that episode 100 is coming up. And that's right, the Booze and Brews crew is doing a super fun Ask Me Anything. Or Ask Us Anything. You can ask us anything you wanted. You can ask Melissa something. Ask Podcast Mom. You can ask Vanessa something. She's fancy tuna. And you can ask me, Engineer Bob. You can do it on any number of platforms. We have emails booze and bruise podcast at gmail.com we have an instagram also booze and bruise podcast or twitter booze and bruise and of course facebook booze and bruise uh and uh now that i've said that uh i would also like to let you guys know that we don't spend any money to uh, advertise this show so if you would do us a huge favor just do a uh, there's two ways you can do it either send us a rating review and subscribe on the uh, on the itunes or you can tell a friend that's it. Those are the only two ways you can do it, because that, that would just help us out a lot. Okay. Uh, and now I think uh, Fancy Tuna has something she has very important to say to you. Yeah, very special announcement from Fancy Tuna. Last week, in last week's episode, I mistakenly said it was a suggestion from listener Holly, 
it was not i was wrong mia culpa mia culpa it was listener amy who we love and i literally when she told me on twitter that it was her i felt like shit (laughs) she's such a wonderful person and she keeps track of all our episodes for us uh, so listener Amy I'm so so sorry Boo you get a special shout out this week Because I'm a bitch yeah. I'm sorry yeah. I'm sorry I, um, I made her take off her pants And walk around the street Yeah it's yeah. Fine. I Donald Ducked it all through Sherman Oaks Just for you Yeah There were people threw garbage at me It wasn't good yeah. yeah okay Hey Thank you Thank that. That's it That's all. Now, now back to the show Woohoo That was really long That was a long break that's what she yeah, said. That, it was that was such a long pause. I didn't know what to do with myself. I, I was like, I, I started fidgeting. I can't. I'm, yeah, sh- uh, I'm a toddler. Uh, uh, I apologize. It was super no. weird. Can't. Well, we're back. We've more shopping. Yeah, more shopping. You think you're done shopping this nope. holiday season? No. Nope. It was. I'm it was back. Black Friday. Now it's Small Business Saturday. That's mm-hmm. right. And then it's gonna be Cyber Monday. So we've got all the shit for you. Yep. So. Keep buying shit. Consumerism. Consumerism. Consume. 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 Just not people, because that's cannibalism. Lean protein. Long yeah, pig. Is it? Long, is it? Long pig. Is that what you decided? Yeah. Human meat's called. Yep. Long pig. It's mm. white meat. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Anyway, more shopping. And Bob's uh, drawing muffs. Yeah. Bob's drawing muffs, and I'm going to tell you. I'm over here muff diving. Uh, about Cross. more shopping. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you about the Pike Place Market in Seattle, Washington. Tell me all about it. I How love a, Seattle, Washington. Well, I love the Pikes are there. A are there heads on them? Are it's a placeful. But so, in addition to be a fun to being wow English not happening, uh-huh, uh-huh. a fun place to shop. Uh, the Pike Place Market is also a fun place to die to be haunties. Oh, I mean, no. After you've died. After you've died. I will get there. Okay. Because we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. This is also a history lesson with some With a little side of ghosts. With a little side of ghosts. Yeah. Because that's what we do. Those are the best ones. I like this one. So um, Pike Place Market uh, overlooks the Elliott Bay in Seattle. Didn't know that that's what that was called. And is one of the oldest continually operating uh, public farmer's markets in the United States. Also did not I like how they always throw things in there like continuously. Like it's still doing it. It's continuing. Yeah, there's like, ones that are there's one in Williamsburg that was open, but then it closed for two weeks. I'm Bill Cosby. Yeah, Bill Cosby. I don't know why. Jello. Judy, I've always been a fan of public markets. You can I get the know. best jello there. I don't know why um, suddenly when I start doing a stupid voice, it turns into, into Bill? Bill Cosby. Locally sourced organic gelatin treats. <laughs> I've got bespoke pudding <laughs> and sweaters for Rudy, for Rudy and Theo. <laughs> Um, so Welcome the- to Cosby Cast. You're on caller. <laughs> Rudy! Uh, <laughs> no, so it was opened on August 17th, 1907, and is a place where small farmers and other merchants... Small farmers? Small farmers. It's not like big farmers. <laughs> like tiny little baby munchkin farmers. Munchkin farmers. Yeah. Munchkin farmers. We represent... <laughs> the Farmers Guild. The Pikes Place Farmers the Guild. Yeah. Um, and other merchants can sell their wares. Um, so before the creation of the Pike Place Market, selling your wares um, was a much more onerous undertaking for local farmers okay. in the Seattle They didn't have anywhere to go. So bad. So what they would do um, is they were able to sell their goods to the public in a three square block area before the market opened. Um, most produce sold would then be bought uh, by or sorry, brought to wholesale houses where then they would have commission men essentially 
hawk their wares. So it was the very like you weren't selling. There's like to the a, consum- the, the deal with a bunch more middlemen. Yes, there oh. was all yeah. the middlemen. So you were like you were like selling to Whole Foods, and then Whole Foods would sell it somewhere else. Or you'd sell it to a wholesaler who, a wholesaler would, then who would then sell it to Whole Foods. Yeah, to Whole Foods yeah that's horseshit. To the marketplace. So that's how it nah. operated in Seattle back then. So because of the amount of time required to work the farms, the farmers were forced to sell their produce on consignment through these wholesalers and only oh, because when, they're like I got I got shit to I do. got taters to pick I can't stand here exactly I got <laughs> I talk got, about pudding I can't talk about pudding I gotta actually get the cacao growing <laughs> cacao, off, cacao off the trees <laughs> a lot Ew. of chocolate farms cacao. there are a lot of chocolate farms Look, in Seattle chocolate is a plant yeah cacao. Cacao. chocolate's a salad it won't kill you like romaine lettuce well no romaine will make you shit to death <laughs> yeah chocolate 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 will no. stop her that right up yeah man <laughs> you stop that shit stop in its tracks that's right if you want to stop shit you're dying right now with romaine eat poisoning chocolate. eat some chocolate do yep. it we are doctors internet doctors call 911 don't do that don't call 911 don't listen to us eat, we'll try the chocolate and then call 911 it couldn't hurt look leave some chocolate for the ambulance drivers because that's nice the or, ambu- or, mans, or ladies, ladies. Yeah. Ambu- ambu- feminism um and then give them a little snack whilst they're driving you yeah. to the hospital so you don't die and if you do die make sure to will them all your chocolate yeah this has been a public service announcement yeah. for the booze and bruise podcast um and so yeah so they would only receive the farmers would actually only receive a small percentage or a percentage of the final sale price because it's consignment exactly yeah, it's funny to think that you could sell vegetables on, on consignment, consignment. Like in the early Etsy for vegetables <laughs> i like that be like uh local <laughs> vegetables that was good i was thinking about it you got there first <laughs> Um, I'm not proud of it. In some cases, uh, farmers made money, but oftentimes found themselves either breaking even or losing money. So this was before just like the U.S. government was like, it's fine. Grow corn. We'll buy the corn from you. Pretty much. We'll pay you to grow corn whether we need it or not. Exactly. This was Washington in the like 1800s. Did anybody care about that state back then? Probably not. Do people care now? I'm sure no. Washingtonians, Washingtonians care. Yep. Washingtonians. Yeah, weird, weird hippies care about it. Yeah. No. They grow all the granola up there. Yeah. You grow granola. On the granola care? trees. Does anyone care what weird hippies think, though? The weird hippies do. Other weird hippies? They, they're they totally into it. Do man. weird hippies vote? Maybe. No, I mean, because it's, it's just. They're too a, busy smoking trees, man. Oh, my God. Was that today? Oh. So weird. No, it's because the, the, that that's how they control like a month you. Ago and like, it's I like they act like there's a choice, but there's not a choice, there's man. No it's just choice. like the same person. They're just owned by the same people, man. That's why you just got to get out with nature. You got to smoke a couple trees and just. Grow and some granola. Because you know granola. what? Because they fucking made plants illegal, which doesn't make any sense. It's, it's a plant. Pl- how can a plant be illegal? Anyway. It grows naturally. Anyway. Um, true story I went to Vendome To buy my beer today yep. The gentleman Who always works At the Vendome When I buy it Hi Mr. Vendome man um, Was legitimately Smoking a blunt As I walked in Just I was like I know it's legal here now But like You just smoke it In a store I think you can't I was do like that. You are hot boxing The Vendome sir <laughs> I have to drive Excuse me, can you oh, take that outside? I, you know, my, my, my shift isn't in For a couple hours So, so I guess I, gotta, I mean I get how it's a problem For you more bearable but. man <laughs> Um, but like all things American, there were rumors that some of these wholesalers were corrupt and wouldn't even pay the farmers. Oh, shit. Oh, boo. So Gotta s- get paid for them taters. So something had to change. We got to make a change. So with consumers. We, the members of the Washing Taters Consignment Committee, say this is illegal. 
No, the consent we the want the money back from the people who. I don't understand how it works, but we are getting screwed. It's the yeah. lollipop guild is getting screwed. We are not getting <laughs> the money for it's our lollipops. I know. Uh, I grew all these potatoes. I want my money. Yes. With consumers <laughs> and farmers getting in. <laughs> Turn off both your mics. Get out. Sorry. So with consumers and farmers growing increasingly annoyed, with the <laughs> much like podcast mom, <laughs> podcast is mom growing, growing increasingly annoyed, annoyed with you two. Um, the city council voted on an ordinance to block off certain tracts of land near Elliott Bay and designate them as public markets. Mm. Um, however, and thus was born the Pike Place Market. When was the first fish thrown? The first fish thrown. First fish thrown. When Day was the one. First, first fish thrown. Day one. I don't know. I don't care. Tuesday. Um, <laughs> it was It was a fish Friday. <laughs> Let me guess. It, it was, was raining. It was fish Friday. And it was raining. Throw fish Done. Thursday. Um, <laughs> Hashtag TFT. <laughs> that was harder than it should have been. It sure me. was. Sometimes letters are hard. Sometimes, Sometimes I don't know the letters. Mm-hmm. However, Spending it wasn't too much all, time with that Vendo man. No all shit, roses upon opening, um, there were threats of violence against farmers by the commission men. Ooh. Fear oh, of, no, it's like some mafia bullshit right kind now. Of fear of boycotts by said commission, uh, by the said commission men, if the public market didn't succeed. And some wholesalers even took to buying all of the produce ahead of time, so farmers had nothing to sell. Um, well, at least they sold all their shit. Yeah. But on that like weird consignment basis, so the farmers made no money versus. Well, then why they, did the farmers sell it on consignment? Be like, yeah, no, I'll take it down it. to fucking Pike's Well, because place. then they weren't sure if they if this marketplace didn't. Oh, they didn't have faith. Yes, they exactly. gotta have faith, a faith, a faith. Yes, baby. <laughs> yes, they did not. Um, not everybody's got a body like George me. Michael was not there that day. Um, but fortunately, the market wasn't. You mean- don't know that. <laughs> Maybe he's a vampire. He's a now a dead <laughs> vampire. Yeah, somebody staked no, him. No, he's gonna resurface. He had to die to kill this persona, and he's gonna he's gonna gone into hiding now. I assume in a Kiev. Yeah, <laughs> and he's gonna come back later. Okay, probably with Snicks. With Snicks, <laughs> he'll leave us a note. <laughs> and uh, vampire. And call back. <laughs> um. So fortunately, the market was immediate success as most farmers sold out of their produce by noon. Hundreds and hundreds of people showed up day oh, one of the public market, and they were like, "Yeah, I don't want to buy from Whole Foods if I can buy from the fucking lollipop yeah. guild." I'm just trying to support local businessmen. Yeah, it was Small Business you Saturday, know? and they fucking had it. Yeah, um, I would rather buy carrots from the lollipop guild than yeah. from Whole than Foods, from Whole so. Foods. Yeah, um, during the next decade, the market expanded, and not even the Great Depression or World War II slowed down the um, expansion of oh. the Pike Place. You market. know why? People got to eat. People mm-hmm. have to eat. Um, even when they have no money. Um, but it was in the early 1960s um, with these newfangled supermarkets oh. where the marketplace actually declined in popularity. So people oh, okay. could just now go. Because they lived now in the you suburbs. can go to the Vons. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can go to the Vons. You can go to the Ralphs and you can buy your produce there. You live in the suburbs. More and more people are moving to the suburbs after yeah. the war. You know, now we're in the 60s. Well, and the city has expanded, I'm sure, to capacity oh, yeah. in its small little city center. So yeah. people yeah. are moving further and further away exactly. from it. Exactly. So um, we there all was know how progress works. Yes, and you can't stop progress. Nope. Um, the Pike Place Market was at risk of being demolished in the 60s and replaced with something called the Pike Place Plaza, uh, which would have included a hotel, apartment building, office buildings, hockey arena, and a parking garage. 
Uh, local politicians, shockingly, supported this plan, um, but because of significant opposition from the community, ultimately is what saved the market. So this commission was formed and they got it designated as a historical landmark. So now it's it's there forever. Here's a, like, if you've, have you been there? Uh, yes. No. You need to, if you ever go to Seattle, number one, number I've never one, been to Washington. I've never to, been to okay. Washington. Number one, you should go to Seattle. It's a, like, come with us to the, the, the fucking um, joke is it's such a cool city, but it is actually a really come, cool city. Mm-hmm. But that public market, it the building is so weird. Yep. And it's it just fascinating. Kept being built on and on. It kept being built on and on. Like there's these weird ramps that go all these different places. Yeah. But it's a fascinating building. It's got all these fun, weird shops, shops. in it. Like it's yeah. A, yeah. If that was like, I, I think I, I think Seattle would be a much poorer place for not Without, having yeah. it. I'm thinking about like a mix of like Embarcadero, sort of a or that you know that building in Boston, that old building nope. where it's like an open. Oh, they have like a farmers market outside at city think of the embarcadero but much more condensed and like more labyrinth like that's interesting yeah a labyrinthine embarcadero is, yeah. a, is a good that's kind of what that is, is there yes yes with his um massive johnson okay waiting for Got small in the children and, and the baby the crying yeah. hard turn to back cry. sarah turn mm-hmm. back before it's too late thank you david hoggle <laughs> <laughs> um so what I thought what I was going to say was I think it's interesting that, that they were going to build a parking garage in the 60s. Like mm-hmm. parking was already troublesome in the 60s. In the 60s. Because we didn't start building parking garages in LA until later than that. They were yep. trying to pave paradise and put up a parking lot. They literally were. They were trying to pave What? I don't appreciate that. Look podcast mom. They were trying to pave a better song. They were trying to pave park great song. Park Pike Place. Put up a parking lot. Pay park place, put up a parking lot. Pay park place and put up a parking lot. I got I didn't even say it right. See? Ha! Fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) Um, And thank God they saved the market (laughs) because today it is the 33rd most popular tourist destination, I think, in the world. It's great. And it's probably the most popular in Seattle. Oh, for Other sure. Other than the Space Needle, that's probably in Space Needle. Space Needle. Yeah. yeah. Experience Music Project also good. Oh, oh well, they actually have a very good comic book shop in uh, in the in like the Pike Place, Place Market. We've been, been. Washington is one of the states I've not been to. Oh. Been to a bunch of states. Been you should go to that one. That one's a good one. Um, and also, it's haunted. Yes, yeah. Oh, yay! The labyrinthianness. I'm picturing now that place. It's called like Fenwick something. That place in Boston. I'm picturing that place more labyrinthian and haunted. My and that's God. creepy as fuck. Yeah. Because we like went in and we would just get like rando lost. We'd be like, I don't. Did we go this way? Did yeah. Because I was way? trying so to find the comic up, book shop yep. because I'd been there once before, and we were there after most of the place had closed down. Yep. And it's fucking creepy in there yeah. <laughs> especially all the stores yeah yeah and the stores like are all closed echoey up. steps and stuff yeah. weird steps the to fogs nowhere. rolling in it was cold because it was winter time people are hitting you with fish <laughs> you're <laughs> constantly being barraged with fish raining fish i would prefer men to if it's it's gonna... raining fish hallelujah it's raining fish so i'm trying to burp hold on okay do it can burp. you do it do it Oh God, it was bad. Oh, Bob, that was anyway, awful. Bob and I can work more baby screaming noises. No, we're good. So one of the people <laughs> that is said to haunt, like I said, it is haunted by a lot of people. Okay, but a one lot of, of people. Yes, people who have died there or people who have come back because they love it. I'm gonna get to that. Okay, um, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. That's my line. Well, now it's mine. Um, so one of the people co-opted. Uh, who is said to haunt the market is actually a little boy uh, who oh, has fucking named ghosts, Jacob. Man. 
uh, Jacob, Jacob lives in the Mary Tales. Does he live in the magic shop? No, like, he does, does he, not. Does Thank he God. No, he lives in the Mary Tales shop, which is a store for animal lovers. Mary Tales? Mary Tales, like M-E-R-R-Y, Tales. And, and it sounds a, like a porno. If you're into animal fucking. And that's because that's what Hunting it is. Hunting Mary's tail. You go yeah. and they got like animal print things and it's just like, oh, gifts for your dogs or, you know, clothes for your dogs. Or also if you like animals, here's some animal print nonsense. So that's what that store is. And that is where he <laughs> buy clothes from a dog, clothes made from a dog. Yep. Eh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, Today's episode brought to you by Mary Tails of the Seattle Public Market. <laughs> Bing. Um, the <laughs> shop's owner believes that the ghost is about four years old. Um, and she has named him Jacob. So there is actually no real evidence that his name was Jacob. Okay. That's just what the sure, maybe is She's him. just doing make em ups. Maybe his name's Jareth. Could be Jareth. Mm. My guess is it's close. Um, Jacob is a babe. mischievous little shit uh, who is more poltergeistry. So okay. he will throw things off the shelves. Um, he breaks clocks. You know he why? He moves stuff around in the store. He's got the power of hoodoo. Hoodoo? Hoodoo. Hoodoo. Do what? Do power of the babe. <laughs> I saw my baby <laughs> crying hard as babe could cry. Oh. What could I do? <laughs> my baby's love had gone and left my baby blue. Nobody knew. <laughs> what kind of magic spell to you? <laughs> Slime and snails. Oh, puppet dog tails. Thunder or lightning. And baby said. I don't. God damn it! God damn it! I've seen the movie once. You should have pointed at her. You've seen that movie once? Once. Okay. We may have to do a watch along of the labyrinth. <laughs> I know. It's like Bob's favorite movie and I've seen it a time. Um, but anyway, employees will feel him, Jacob, poke at their legs. Gross. He's a child. Uh, poke at their legs Shouldn't and tug at their child. little <laughs> aprons. Um, but when they go to look, no one is there. Um but the owner has pretty much leaned into this haunting. So she has created a room for him in the back. Aww. Um, So they've got like a little bed for him and little old timey toys. And they're like, yeah, go play with that. Leave our shit alone in the front. Go fuck around with your stuff in the back, which he does. And so once they built the room in the back, the poltergeistery kind of stuff stopped. Does stuff in that room move around? Yeah. That's so cool. They just gave him I a playroom. There's a fucking red ball. It's always a goddamn always red, a red ball. Always a red just ball. Very slowly, like yeah, just slowly just rolling just around. It's, it's sitting there. It doesn't move. It's time lapse photography. It yep. hasn't moved then, in 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden, it just starts fucking moving. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like the power of Christ is compelling that to go over yep. there. That's what happens. Yeah, we need a young priest and an, an old, old priest. priest. Listen to that episode, you guys. Um, another ghost um, that is said to haunt is the. Uh, Ghost of Frank Goodwin, uh, who is one of old the old Frankie Goods. Old Frankie Goods, who is one old of, Frankie got the goods. Goodwin. He is one of the original founders of the Pack Place Market. Um, oh, is he a Munchkin? No. <laughs> yes, we're gonna for the sake of this story. He's a Munchkin. Frank is Sells a Munchkin. Carrots. No, he was he was not a um, he was not a merchant or anything like that. No, oh. he but he was one of the people. I think he was on the. I don't know if he was on the city council, but he recognized that we should have a oh, market. Oh, so he's in charge of the Munchkins. He's yes. Glinda. He, yes, yes, he's, he's the Glinda. good witch. He's the good witch of the north. Um, so are you a good witch or a bad witch? So, oh no, dear, <laughs> I've been Glinda twice. <laughs> oh my, that's a movie I've seen twice. You hate musicals. She hates movies. I she don't. hates fun. I look, my heart is dead and black. I don't like anything. That's also my line. You like m many more things than I do. You just don't I like enjoy sports. music. I, I like sports 
and I like people punching each other in the face. Yeah. And screaming metal. Yeah. See? Look, my heart is dead and black. Only dead black things could come in, like heavy death metal and dicks. D- yep. <laughs> and dicks. Yep. That's my wife. Big dead black Big. dicks. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. <laughs> anyway. That's also my line. <laughs> anyway, so Frank used to keep an office in a space next to the basement of what is now the Alibi Room, which is a fun little restaurant bar that is in the Pike Place Market. Oh, that's funny. Mm. The Alibi Room is a bar here in LA, too. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Seattle has just got to copy LA or vice versa. It seems like a good name for a bar, though. It is. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Fun. Um, so even though Frank died in 1954. So his, he used to have an office down there and he mm-hmm. would just. Yeah. So before like office eight. Yeah. Because he had he was office still, hours between five and seven. Yeah. yeah. Stop by. You stop, stop by. Say by. hello. Call stop by. Say hello. Ask uh, how to do your homework. Yeah. Leave that gum on the gum wall outside. Yep. Or whatever. Oh, that's so that gross. It's gross. They have a really There's gross a gum, gum wall. wall. I've seen pictures. It's ah, disgusting. Ah, see it in life. It's I not. just want to cover it in Lysol. Agreed. Yeah. So gross. You would totally want to kill it with fire. So but anyway, his office, when he mm. actually ran the market, um, it was down over there. And now it's the alibi room. So he is a friendly ghost. And he will show up on occasion. And he will um, introduce himself as Frank and ask if you need directions. Oh, that's so nice. So he'll stand kind of outside the alibi room. They'll see an older gentleman. And he'll stand and goes, hi, I'm Frank. Do you need directions? Because that's what he would do when he now, was if you Have people actually engaged with him? A little bit, and then he'll fade away. Oh, that oh, sucks. I was like, can he give directions to places that didn't exist? Oh, like, where's the comic, cool. I mean, where's like the comic book shop? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Frank, where's the comic book shop? Ooh, gone. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so that is You're the, too old for comic books. Never too old for comic books. Agreed. Jesus. So, yes, that is Frank. That's nice. I like that he's a helpful ghost. Mm-hmm. He's a helper ghost. Yes. Man. Totally. Um, another, there's a bunch of ghosts, and another one is uh, the spirit of Princess Angeline, who is the oldest daughter of Chief Seattle. Um, so, I fun Princess history. Princess Angeline fact. was going to oh. be like a drag queen or something. I was going Angelique, the like Ange- woman yeah, in Los the Angeles with convertible. the pink Corvette. Oh, yeah, we yeah. see her all the time. Yeah. We saw her at the urgent, anyway, long story, <laughs> she was at the urgent care down the street. Um, and people asked Sometimes for her things picture. get stuck in places. Yeah, hey. Who am I to judge? <laughs> so you know, you know. I know. Uh, no, anyway, so Angeline her, her got Princess a whole Angeline, in there. Um, is the oldest daughter of Chief Seattle. <laughs> so the city of Seattle got fuck its it, name it. from a Native American tribe whose chief was named Chief Seattle. They have a statue to him down there. It's lovely. Down there. <laughs> there is a very nice there's a nice Chief Seattle. Yes. We walked by it. I didn't know that the city was named after a Native American guy. Yeah. Now I do. Her name was actually Kiki Soblu. Okay. Yep. But the folks of Seattle took to calling her princess, which stuck. Okay. Um. So. Well, because she's the chief's daughter. Exactly. So, yeah. You, yeah. You're appropriating that culture and making it white. Exactly. America. So while the uh, Treaty of Port Elliot required that all um, Duwamish That's the tribe that uh, Angelique mm-hmm. and Chief Seattle belong to um, Duwamish? Yep The Dormers That's like people who are Duos and Amish Yep, yeah. yep. Two people Two groups of twos of Amishes Yep Yep. Like Noah's Ark Double Amish Duwamish uh, The Duwamish Indians Were required to Leave their land uh, For the reservation Jesus yeah. Yeah. Our own little trail of tears happy, man Happy Thanksgiving Yeah Battle of Smallpox Same Um Princess Angeline said, 
yeah, no, I'm just going to stay here. And marry a white man? No. No, she said, fuck you. I'm staying here. I'm going to have my cabin. I'm just going to live there. Fuck you if you think I'm going to leave. And they let her stay. That's badass. So mm-hmm. she she was like, "Come at me! I have a bow and arrow. I will." They're like, like, "They're like, you have to move to the reservation." Yeah, no, I'm. Um, well, she is a princess. Yeah, I think that's kind of what it is. Be like, well, she's the chief's daughter, and she's the only one who was yeah. just like, "I stay here." Um, so they let her. So she had her little. You're gonna life. catch your death. Eventually, she died an old woman. Um, oh. so she had her little cabin that used to sit, um, where Pike Place Market now sits. Um, and she would make a living for herself taking in laundry and selling hand-woven baskets in downtown she Seattle. She had an Etsy shop. She had her own little Etsy shop. She'd take people's laundry and then turn it into baskets. And then no. turn it into baskets. Oh, yeah. fuck you, white man. Uh, <laughs> like, here, here's a dirty underpants basket for you. Dirty <laughs> underpants basket. Sock basket. Um, Put your bananas in that, you asshole. Yeah, this sock is Crunch. extra crunchy. I used it for the base of yeah. this basket. Extra crunchy. <laughs> yeah, store your store your thrown fish in it. Exactly. This Yes, this is your fish Catch basket. Catch a fish in, 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 my, in my dirty underpants basket. Yep. Um, Catch a fish in my dirty underpants basket. basket. A story by <laughs> Vanessa. Um, so as Angeline grew older, she was most often seen wearing a red handkerchief over her head and a shawl around her oh shoulders. Oh my God, she's a blood. She became this like <laughs> cute little woman. She actually attracted the, um, I don't know if this photographer knew exactly who she was, but he would just see this little hunched over old lady with her red handkerchief on her head and her shawl, like kind of ambling toward downtown with her stuff and he would take pictures of her. So there are pictures of Princess Angeline that we can post and she's an adorable old woman. I feel like maybe she looks like Yulia from our Ravenloft game. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> she's also got a bow and arrow. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, they have photographs of what she looked like. Um, and she had like this little cane that she would walk with, you know, and just and kind of thwap at people. I'm I sure wish she would thwap, but I'm sure she didn't or threatened to thwap. Like I imagine yeah. she like oh, picked she it up and did a wiggle. thwapped a white man. You damn dirty white man. Um, she died. She's an ape now. <laughs> I didn't even make the plan to make this connection. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. It's about time. <laughs> um, no, she. So Angeline died in 1896 at the age of 85. Oh, that's a long ass. Yeah. So she was an old woman. And like I said, the market is built where her cabin. Yeah, she's definitely sit. thwapped a white man or two in her day. So people have reported seeing a very slow moving old woman <laughs> <laughs> who disappears before their very eyes uh, in the Pike Place Market area. Um, it's also so she would where they see her. Or where she disappears is actually near a wooden column in the center of the lower level of the market. So okay. it's like she's a very specific spot. Um, That's probably where her house was. Yep. So apparently the air around the column will get cold. Okay. Um, and then people Chilly. will like see things or like either they'll see her or they'll feel the cold and then it will go away. Um, people will also see an old woman sitting on the floor surrounded by blankets and baskets as if she's selling stuff. Oh, selling dirty underpants baskets. Yep, only <laughs> to vanish when you approach her to try to buy something. No dirty underpants basket for you. No. Did you come up with a... So yeah, she's got her own little station stills too. She's like, oh, I sell She's like, shit. this is what this market's for. Yep. And this is what I'm doing. I got Here's some fucking g- baskets. But when you're like, hey, I'd like to buy some baskets, she vanishes. Like the other guy, you asked for directions, he manages. Yep, everybody manages. a lot manages. of bait and switch at this yeah. place market. Anytime there is. you try to get some help from one of these damn nope. bastards, they just run away. They run away. Um, but as we alluded to earlier, um, this, God, this is fucked up. So there are a lot of ghosts of that haunt the Pike Place Market. Okay. Um, most of them don't have names or they don't know who they are. The reason is because the uh, there's a building on First Street 
um, that used to be a the first mortuary in the city of Seattle. Oh. So there was a lot of nameless, faceless people. Gotcha. Who just ended up there. Gotcha. And ended it was up, a dead person conveyor belt. It, it really kind of was. Um, so First Avenue used to be the home to a mortuary. And apparently they're like, it's the first one of its kind to like really give you the mortuary experience where they could have... You get the full mortuary experience. Before that, they would just like have an undertaker come, throw you Tea in a box. Tea and crackers. Throw you in a box, throw you in the ground. This place sold coffins. They did viewings. They did like thing like this man made it into what the mortuary business is today. Yeah. And his name He's the was Disneyland Edgar R. Butterworth. Of course it was. Of course it was. My name is Edgar R. Butterworth. I don't sell funerals. I sell funeral experiences. My yeah. name is Edgar Rufus Butterworth. Butterworth. Yes, Mr. Rufus. So he... I'll court your dead, your deceased loved ones in syrup. So anyway, just about anybody... Butterworth. Did you get it? Do you get the I joke? will make them into fluffy pancakes. Yes. Yes, Mrs. Butterworth is now in a commercial with the colonel. I'll grind your bones to make to talk my about pancakes. chicken and waffles. Uh, this is how it's happened. Anyway, now I, I really like want it. Fried chicken. Now, right? Who doesn't? Um, so anybody who died in Seattle during the early 1900s basically would pass through this building okay. because it was the only mortuary in town. Hmm. Um, so it's this revolving door dead people. Yeah, exactly. And it was around this time that a lot of people would just drop dead because they had lots of epidemics in Seattle in the early uh, 1900s. The Black Death. They had diphtheria, they had TB, and they had the Spanish influenza, to uh, name a few. So I was like, uh, no, before no this, yellow fever, not warm enough. Not no. warm enough. But fucking TB. Yeah. They didn't want to give them that surgery where they put their lungs on the outside. No. Not in Seattle. Get not too in much Seattle. Rain. There's zero no sun. sun. Yeah. how you cure tuberculosis. Yep, no sun. sun. So you just die if you lived in Seattle. Um, so before the mortuary was built, um, the city used to pay undertakers 50 bucks a pop for bodies because people would just die in the middle of the street. 50 bucks is a lot. Yeah. So Mr. Butterworth was like, I could do that and I can do better. So he like built this building and that's how he started his business because he wasn't a mortician by trade. He, he did something else. He saw a need. He saw a need and he filled it. But and then bodies thin on the ground, and that's when the murder started. And that's when he started to murder. No. And then he moved to Chicago and became H.H. H. Holmes. Al Capone. Playing his little yeah, sad Playing his banjo. <laughs> so anyway, um, so this building, which is now an Irish pub called Kells, um, is very haunted um, because of all the people who died. Oh, that's good. Um, the Irish love a good ghost. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so, that's not how you do an Irish accent. You gotta start high. High and end The Irish love a good ghost. The Irish love a good ghost story. There you go. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> it's the best way to do it, man. That's how you have to do it. You um, have to start way up here and work and your way down. work your way down. <laughs> I'm sorry to all the Irish listeners. Um, a young I'm not sorry at all. No, I married an Irishman and I can't do an Irish accent. No. I'm sorry. You're, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm now Canadian. I'm like a sad Canadian bear. <laughs> Why are you a bear all of a sudden? Because bears are awesome. Yeah. Should have um, been a moose. I should have been a moose. But there are bears in Canada. I should have been a Tim Hortons. I should have been a donut. <laughs> Fucking, I should have been a maple tree. Syrup and donuts. There are bears in Canada. There We're going to talk about them in the next episode. Oh, yay! Canada bears. Um, so anyway, a young girl will appear when traditional Irish music is played in the bar. Oh my God. Michael Flatley shows up flipping yeah. his legs around. Well, they, she could be a little Irish girl because they say she's a redhead. 
Um, so she'll show up when the traditional Irish music is playing, and she's in the stairwell. Um, so people will see her, and then she will just vanish. show up. Like, she's up there put clippity on the clippity Kingston clomping. Kingston trio, 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 yeah, the Kingston <laughs> trio. trio. It's a trio. It's, a, uh, it's, it's not- the Kingston trio. <laughs> um. Here's me lucky charm. Ah, oh, so. a little Irish girl at the top of the stairs. <laughs> so you turn <laughs> red pirate at the end there. Um, also, there is the face of a man uh, that will appear in a mirror. It's just a man face. That's so, creepy. Yeah, so um, it will appear in a mirror and it will look at you, but when you turn around Does it to tell actually you who's the see, fairest of them all? <laughs> I wish. There is no face there. And when you turn back around, it's a dick. It's his dick. <laughs> He's put it on your forehead. He has now put that dildo on your forehead. He's just sticking straight yeah. out. It's like a, it's like a Snapchat filter. You look like an elephant. That's right. You look closer. That's a dick. Hundred <laughs> percent. So anyway, you will notice a man in the mirror behind you. You turn around to look to see who is behind you. No one is there. You I'm turn back around. To the man in the mirror. He is now uh, smiling uh, at you. Asking him to change his ways. And he's not going to. Who put that big old dick on my forehead? <laughs> if you want to make the world a better place, get the goddamn dick and add a dick. <laughs> So anyway, when you turn back around. I'm proud of that one. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. He is now smiling at you. Yeah, because like, there's a dick on your forehead. Because there's a dick on your forehead. <laughs> and he knows he's fucking with you. Oh, that's funny. Um, So we don't know who he is, though. Nobody knows who any of these he's people are. He's just a rando. He's yep. a rando. He's a rando dead guy. guy. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, also, candles will light on their own. Um, glasses will break. Why a fire hands? Silverware will levitate, and you may catch a ghost on camera. So these are all of the oh, many wow. sort of things. And there's a lot of other businesses that have been in this. So the family that owns the Irish pub owns the entire building. They're the only restaurant that has basically stayed throughout the entire, I guess, ownership. The continuously there's a, operating There's a building. lot of failed businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they will report a lot of the former owners. It's not like the ghost caused these businesses to fail, but a lot of the places will report, yes, I noticed that there was a woman in the mirror. There was like a very thin man in the kitchen. Right. There was like, you know, just a lot of things. There's just that too much happen. creepy shit going on. We're out. There's a lot of, no, no, no. There's or like, bad. no, I'm bad at business and it's haunted. And it's haunted. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. They'll blame um, it on the, you know. Yes, they will blame it on that. So that is the story of the Haunted Pike Place Market. That sounds cool. There's so many ghosts there. Are there are so yeah, many. Like, I they kept going. I like, want to see old lady ghosts. I want to see old lady red bandana ghosts. I yeah. do too because she is a delightful, adorable little old lady. I will I find a like picture. I just like she was like, my fucking land, make me move. Make me yeah. move. Come at me, white man. Yes. <laughs> right, now buy a dirty underpant basket. Yeah, Pay your face. Fish in it. Hey, keep your fish in it. <laughs> Yeah, if it's going to be crunchy and smells of fish, yeah. look, it's any teenager's bedroom. I got a moist muff basket for you. That's right. <laughs> so that brings me to my beer. Mine's almost gone. Mine is too. Um, so mine is from Founders Brewery in mm-hmm. honor of uh, Ghost Frank, who was one of the founders Frank the founder. of the Pike Place Market. This is like fresh beer too. Yep. Um, it is the porter from far- uh, Founders, which is said to be dark, rich, and sexy. It literally Much just like called Grandma, porter. I'm sure. Uh, uh. Um, it's six and a half percent, forty-five eboos. Pours a silky black with a creamy tan head. Hell that yeah, it, it does. That it did. Nose is sweet with a strong chocolate and caramel malt presence. It is very uh, chocolatey. It's very mm-hmm. chocolatey. It's very chocolatey. But that like bitter but it has sweet hops. chocolateiness of it. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's the hops. Yeah, that they put. It's into more. It. We were talking about it. It's more like toasty, roasty kind of than smoky. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, not bad. Mm-hmm. It's no, not my favorite porter, but it's not bad. I like okay. the Einstock better, but the more I'm drinking this, the more I like it. Yeah, it's um, really good because it's not an imperial porter. 
Because everybody yeah, fucks hey, with their porters nowadays. Pay attention, you idiot assholes out there, brewmasters. Not every porter and stout needs to be an imperial. You're stupid. Same a, with IPAs, though, man. Like, yeah. not everything needs to be a goddamn triple, man. No. Right. Just make a nice 6% beer. My beer was 6%. Your beer was 6.5%. Yep. That's a good... It's a good beer. That's nice. Yeah. Also, and, it says dark, rich, and sexy. And it's got a little heart on it by the lady. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I... Yeah, I really like it. No, and I like a porter because a porter's a working man's beer, just like these farmers. Yeah, and Founders is a great brewery. Founders makes a lot of delicious beer. Yep. This Um, is no exception. I've actually never had this one before, and I like it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with this porter. Yeah. It's like it, the further I got into it, the more I liked it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. As happens a lot with beer. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's delicious. There's nothing wrong with this beer. Not at all. And it pours super dark. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah, it, it, it almost pours like a, like a stout, but it's not quite as, I guess creamy. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I I really love it. There's no um, crusty socks in that. Yeah, there's it. no uh, dirty. This, this is, no. I, I gotta I gotta tell you guys, this is the part of the show where I'm supposed to pick a winner, and I'm having a real tough time right now because mm. that both of those stories are full of shit I love. Yep. Old crusty socks, crusty socks, crusty, and muffs, crusty muffs. socks, crusty socks and, and moist muffs. muffs. Yep. Moist muffs. <laughs> How do you pick a winner? Old That's man definitely going to be the description. Crusty socks, moist muffs versus crusty socks. That's a hundred percent friendly be the old description. Friendly old men that tell, give you directions. Yep. Ghosts putting their dicks on your foreheads. But you know what I love more than anything? What? What? Swedish minimalist ghosts. <laughs> yeah, you do. Vanessa wins. <laughs> Murder well. Murder well. <laughs> Swedish minimalist, eh? Yeah, I love oh, that yeah. Swedish minimalist. So ghost. tasteful. Scandinavian minimalist. Oh, yes. Not Swedish. Scandinavian. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's just more than Swedes, okay? The Norwegians yeah. and the Finns might get mad. Yeah. No, they're, 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 uh, this is a good episode yeah. for a topic that let's be honest was shitty oh totally I feel like we both came through with pretty we, good stories we had some good stories I super ours. duper agree yeah so so uh, yeah thank you for listening to the Booze and Bruce podcast thank I already you. did all the announcements the middles so we don't have to say shit if we don't want to yeah I'm, <laughs> keep listening yeah Come uh, back next week. Next week we're doing more ghosties. Yes. Next week we have another listener suggestion. Yes. Um, and it involves, uh, I'm sure, Ghosts. terrible accents and animal noises. So tune in for that. Yeah. And until then, cheers. cheers. <laughs>